We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Monday, January the 30th, 2023, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet on today's show When you're hot, you're hot, and Shane Beamer is just that. As South Carolina's recruiting momentum for the 2024 class continues, as four-star linebacker Wendell Gregory becomes the latest commitment to the Gamecocks. Also, guys, we're talking South Carolina men's basketball as the boys suffer a heartbreaking loss in Athens, Georgia. I'll give all my takeaways from Saturday night's game as well as name our player of the game and what's next for Lamont Paris's squad as well. Also, as we sit less than three weeks away from opening day, we continue along with our position unit preview series, the Yard Cocktails on today's show. I'm talking South Carolina second baseman entering the 2023 baseball season. I'll talk key losses, key returners, most approved, best overall. Season will be successful if, and I'll give my overall grade for the unit as well. Guys, we have got a packed show for you here on this Monday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works you pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times. On any entry, Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. Guys, they've got college sports, pro sports, anything and everything you can think of. They've got it over at Price Picks. They've also got a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Price Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code T-S-U-S at sign up to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
gents, boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Spurs Up show, as always. Appreciate you all tuning in. And I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. And let me start by saying this on a bit of a random note. I am fully in golf mode, right? Golf season never really cuts off here in the Southeast and in the great state of South Carolina, right? Because we are blessed and we are fortunate to have such fantastic weather all throughout the calendar year. But you know, I'm someone, in case you guys did not know, I grew up playing competitive golf till I was about 16 years old, then gave that up to pursue baseball full-time. And that's what I played in college. But I've got a love for golf. My dad played college golf. My grandfather was really big into golf as well. And so I had a love for golf and still do have a love for golf, but been playing on and off the last few years because I'm someone, I'm either playing all the time or I'm not playing at all, right? Because when I want to play, I want to play well. And golf is just too difficult of a sport to play, say, once a month or swing the club once a month and play worth a damn at all. Yours truly has dove in head first into playing golf. Lately, I'm on this golf kick, and I'm planning on it continuing throughout the entire spring, which means, by the way, we are beefing up our golf merchandise over at TSUS.store. I've already got the Beamer Rattler polos on the store. We've also got uh, quarter zips, right? We've got quarter zips on the store as well. And I know that we've sold golf polos before, by the way, so let me specify exactly what this is. We now have, my vendor is now offering Adidas polos and quarter zips, and I'm actually wearing one right now as we speak. And guys, this material where our old polos are more of like a cotton, kind of a thicker, uh, just not great. I'll be honest with you. They were okay. They got the job done, but I didn't really love them. This is a lightweight, more of like your Under Armour type of dry fit material. Absolutely love it. It is amazing. Again, I will be beefing up the golf collection, if you will. We only have black and white right now. There are no garnet polos, but I mean, I'm talking everything from Clem Sucks, Beamer Ball, of course, the Beamer Rattler 2023, uh, all of our latest stuff as well. Yard Cox, we'll probably do some other special releases also, but to ass kicking chicken stuff, you name it, we will have it in golf polos and the quarter zips as well. So all of my golfers out there, I know there's some golfers that are tuned into this show. Again, yours truly, I'm locked in, man. I mean, lately over the last three, four weeks, I've been hitting the golf course three, four times a week. I'm just like, you know, I'm diving in. It's like you become obsessed with it, right? Like you become addicted with the process of incrementally getting better each time you go out because, you know, it's it's such a hard game, but that makes it such a rewarding game, right? Whenever you start to actually see progress and see your score go down and you play better. So I know that was kind of a random rant. This isn't the golf up show, right? This is the Spurs up show. But uh, yeah, lately yours truly has been on a golf kick and especially as the weather gets better. And some of that master's lore starts to get in the air, right? I know my good friend Phil, by the way, shout out to Phil, uh, owner-operator of Jack's Rangers, the Jack's Rangers podcast. I know he's a huge, huge golf guy. (laughs) Phil loves every single year uh, when we talk about golf. But uh, anyways, all my golfers out there and also those that want to rock polos and, and quarter zips and stuff like that on game day, I know that's something I really have not offered because I am more of a... You know, my style or what I normally rock is T-shirts and jeans and hats and what have you. But we will now have polos and quarter zips available over at TSUS.store. And probably later this week, I'll be promoting that out 
on social media. So all of you are made aware, but I want to know all my golfers, hey, you need to beef up and get ready for this spring uh, to hit the links or just to hit the hit the tailgate or what have you. I'm going to have you taken care of. We're really excited for it. And you guys let me know what designs you'd like to see on a golf polo. And if there's anybody out there that's got golf connections in the upstate, whether it be the Midlands, the low country, what have you, hey, let's hit the links. A little TSUS golf content. I think we're actually going to head down in the month of, I think it's April. South Carolina Golf is playing in the Palmetto Intercollegiate over at Palmetto Golf Club. So uh, we'll have some golf content as well. Just selfishly, I'm going to love doing it. But uh, yeah, I, I've definitely got the itch. And uh, so if, you, if you're wondering where I'm at this spring, it's most likely either going to be the baseball field or the golf course more often than not. All right, let's get off of that. Speaking of merch, though, guys, we do have a couple of housekeeping items to get into and on the merchandise side of business, you may have seen it already by the time you're hearing the sound of my voice, but we have the latest of our merch drops has officially hit the online store, our Heisman collection, H-E-7-S-M-A-N, which is a not-so-subtle promotion for Spencer Rattler for Heisman. That collection has officially hit TSUS.store. We got everything from T-shirts, long sleeves, pullovers, hoodies, hats, Trucker hats, you name it. We have got it. Really, really exciting stuff, guys. So again, check it out. TSUS.store. Along with all of our other merchandise as well. You know, it was so cool. You guys probably saw the screenshot, but this weekend, the South Carolina Georgia basketball game. They panned over and showed Lamont Paris. And there was a kid behind Lamont Paris in the background that was rocking the Beamer Rattler 2023 t-shirt, which is so impressive. Because we just dropped that like two weeks ago. So whoever you are, thank you so much, my man. Appreciate you. Uh, I definitely want to get in touch with you and just say thank you from me directly to you because that was absolutely awesome to see. I was sitting there watching the basketball game and I was like, there it is. I was like, there's the shirt. There's the shirt already. And somebody rocking it in Athens, which is even better. So thank you, my man, whoever you are. And again, appreciate y'all's love and support on the merchandise side of the business. Guys, moving into... The Daily Crow, just want to update you really quickly. Our guest lineup for TDC this week, really, really excited. We'll be live normal as always, Monday through Friday, noon to two, and we are beefed up with the guests. Today, we've got my good friend J.D. Pakel of On3. He will join me tomorrow on TDC. I'm not sure which one of their analysts it's going to be, but we will have someone from over at Southeastern 14. They talk SEC, of course. We'll have them on to talk baseball, basketball, football. Uh, and of course, on the Wednesday show, we'll have Mark Ryan. And then Thursday, we will have J.C. Sherbert. Also, guys, of course, last thing, signing day is Wednesday. And the big one, of course, is Nicholas Harbor. So depending on when he is making his announcement, we could shift some things around, but going to be a really, really fun and exciting day Wednesday as we put the finishing touches on the 2023 signing class. And of course, we all await the decision of Nicholas Harbor. Coming off his visit to Oregon this weekend, South Carolina had their in-home visit with him last week. What will he decide? Going to be one hell of a day. And I tell you what, if he picks the Gamecocks, my goodness, what a win that will be. We shall see what he decides. And, of course, we'll have a full breakdown of everything that happened on Wednesday on the podcast on Thursday. Well, with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and get everything. And speaking of recruiting, like I mentioned in the intro, when you're hot, you're hot. And South Carolina and Shane Beamer are exactly that. The momentum continues for the 2024 class as four-star linebacker 
Wendell Gregory commits to the University of South Carolina. Six foot two, 217 pounds out of Marietta, Georgia, Walton High School. Again, he's a four star for via 247, a 0.9419. Nine on the 24-7 sports composite, the 12th ranked linebacker in the country for the 24 class, the 23rd ranked player in the state of Georgia, and the 130th ranked player nationally. Guys, you look at his offer list, and again, it's a damn good one. Of course, Carolina, who he committed to, Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia Tech, Kansas, Louisville, Michigan, uh, Mississippi State, NC State, Tennessee, Southern Cal, West Virginia. You know, the list goes on and on. And you know what's so impressive, again, this is a position of need, right? You need to continue to beef up the linebacker position. And this was one the Gamecocks certainly highly sought after. But you just have to continue to tip your cap to Shane Beamer and company. As, you know, as important as in-state recruiting is, and it's massively important, of course, to put that fence up around the state and keep the best prospects home. We've already seen that with Cam Pringle. But the second prospect in the span of two weeks from the state of Georgia to commit to the Gamecocks, and I understand that Georgia did not offer him, and as J.C. Sherbert mentioned on our show last week, you know, most of the guys, and let's call it what it is, most of the guys that Georgia pursues and offers, they are going to get. But the beauty is this, Georgia is a massive state with a lot of talented players. And Wendell Gregory, certainly one of them. And again, you address a position in need. You like the size there, 6'2", 217. You'll probably see him bulk up uh, once he gets on campus and gets a couple of years in Luke Day's system. Uh, but again, a really athletic kid. And again, it just addresses a position in need. And you go into the state of Georgia and grab a four-star. I mean, again, these are guys that every school is fighting for practically. I just went down his offer list. So one of their fantastic pickup. And you think about where you sit right now in the 2024 class, four for four on four-stars, right? We talk about blue-chip ratio and how important that is and, and having more four and five-stars than not. You got four commitments for 2024, and they're all four stars. So, so far, so good. Shane Beamer knows about the blue chip ratio. He's making it a point of emphasis. Kudos to him and a fantastic job to land getting into the big time prospect. Again, guys, we got a long way to go until signing day in December for the 2024 class, but a big time pickup and the momentum is absolutely through the roof. And what a shot in the arm it'd be in regards to momentum if you can get Nicholas Harbor to commit to the Gamecocks on Wednesday afternoon, which I'll just go ahead and say, I'm 50-50 on it. You know, I, I'm, I'm not really ready to say one way or the other, will he go to South Carolina, will he not? But uh, what a win it would be, obviously, for Shane Beamer. But the momentum continues either way, and Wendell Gregory, the linebacker, being the latest yet another four-star in the 2024 class. So, hey, do not get lazy. Do not sleep on Shane Beamer and company because the hits just keep on coming the hardest working man in college football does not know the definition of chill and we absolutely love it that's what we love about Shane Beamer he is a grinder and gets after it guys that being said let's move off of football and talk a little South Carolina men's basketball as the Gamecocks suffer heartbreak over the weekend, South going to fall into the Georgia Bulldogs 81-78. to And I'm sure many of you saw my post-game reaction over the weekend. I still feel basically the same way. You know, my biggest takeaway is this. Bad teams just find ways to lose games. And listen, I understand 
the final five minutes of regulation and then the entire overtime period was some of the worst officiated basketball you'll ever see. Some of the worst officiated sports, by the way, that you will ever see. It was abysmal. It was atrocious. It was ridiculous. But it should have never come down to that. South Carolina with a 12-point lead late in the second half. And um, you simply just gave that game away. And again, bad teams find ways to lose games. And that's the unfortunate part because it was right there for you. It was an extremely winnable game. I know the refs helped out Georgia, but you helped out Georgia, right? With all the turnovers and giving the basketball away. And and you were unable to continue to, to, to seize it and to capitalize on it and put the pressure on Georgia. And, you know, they started to do their full court pressure and you couldn't handle it. And unfortunately, when the heat got turned up and the pressure mounted, South Carolina crumbled, and that's the unfortunate part. And, you know, we taught guys the realistic outlook of the season. You're probably going to finish with three or four SEC wins. This was probably one of them that I was counting on you having, and to have it there in your grasp and lose it the way you did. I I mean, just – just tough to stomach. I mean, just tough to stomach. Let's talk our player of the game, Hayden Brown, 17 points, 10 rebounds, Two assists, you know, it's a damn shame that his great effort goes in a losing effort. And again, it goes back to this. Lamont Paris told us for South Carolina to be competitive, to even have a chance, right? Two of the three had to play well of Gigi Jackson, Hayden Brown, and Michi Johnson. Well, Gigi and Hayden Brown delivered. 18 points for Gigi Jackson. Again, he went six of 19 On field goals, Hayden Brown, the reason he's player of the game, very efficient. Seven of ten on field goals, two of five from three, one for two from the charity stripe. Michi Johnson, you would have liked more to him. Four of 17 on field goals and just one of eight on three-pointers. And I know he loves to take those deep threes, right? And they look really cool when they go in. But it's really tough to watch when they don't, when he's not draining them and you're shooting them very early in a possession. And it just, it just, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. And and that's, that's all I can really say, guys. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, I know there's many people that most people are checked out. I don't blame you, but I think a lot of people tune back in on Saturday night because the Gamecocks had a lead late. We're playing better basketball. I mean, you're playing Georgia, who we absolutely loathe, obviously, big rivalry game. And, you know, you all, all of a sudden, I think Gamecock Nation tuned in a little bit closer than they have been the rest of the season when the games have been uncompetitive. And unfortunately, I mean, you just completely squander the opportunity to get a big-time road win. And how, how big would it have been winning on the road and, and picking up that win over Georgia and starting maybe build some momentum with Mississippi State coming to town tomorrow night and um, you're just not able to do it. So you got to clean it up too sloppy. Uh, again, you can say whatever you want about the referees or what have you, but it should have never gotten to that point. It, it just should have never gotten to that point. South Carolina could not handle a full court press. They were sloppy with the basketball. Um, you know, you, you, you try to, you try to build some positives. You know, I think the, the performance of Jacoby Wright's a positive four for eight from the field, four for five from three point range. He finishes with 13 points. You know, Chico Carter Jr. has 12. So if you can get those guys more involved, um, you know, in, in some, in some, um, you know, off the bench type of roles or a, or a complimentary type of role, I should say, if you can get them more involved, I think it helps your basketball team at all in all, just a really, really tough loss. And, uh, you'd like to see some consistency come from Hayden Brown because if you can get Hayden going, Gigi Jackson continues to play well. I think you will see this team stumble into a couple of victories, but 
man, that, that was a tough one. I mean, that was a tough one. You had it right there. And, and uh, again, I, I, hopefully it's one Lamont Paris will learn from and his team learns from and, and, you know, just, just a, just a tough night, just a tough night and continues to be a tough season. What's next for South Carolina's men's basketball Gamecocks. Like I mentioned tomorrow night, the final day of January will take on Mississippi state at colonial life arena, a six 30 tip off on the sec network. So should be a good opportunity to bounce back. Mississippi state's not a great team. Uh, will be tough. I would expect South Carolina to be underdogs yet again, but we'll see. We'll see if the Gamecocks can, how they respond to a really, really tough defeat. And uh, should be a lot of fun to see what happens tomorrow night. So, again, 6.30 tip-off on SEC Network against Mississippi State. Guys, that being said, finally, let's get into our position unit preview. Our Yardcocks breakdown continues as we talk South Carolina second baseman heading in the 2023 baseball season. And when you talk key losses and key returners for this one, guys, and I'll say this, when it comes to infield, it gets kind of tricky, right? Because there's a lot of guys that can play a lot of different positions, right? So, for example, when you look at key losses, you didn't lose anybody at second base. Now, will you have a new second baseman? Yes, but that's not because you lost someone because Braylon Wimmer is literally sliding over from second base to shortstop. So, he's still in your infield. And guess what? Michael Braswell's back, too. It's not because Brazzy's gone. So, Braswell can play second. Kevin Madden can play second. He can play third. He can play first. He can play all over the infield. But the returner and the addition, I should say, that you need to know about is Will McGillis, the Southern Miss transfer. You look at what he did last year for the Golden Eagles, 264, 16 homers, 51 RBI. You, you hear the number, 16 bombs. He brings power to this lineup, and he is projected and should be your opening day second baseman again a bit of a power hitter you'd like to see the average numbers go up but uh they feel really good about McGillis and his addition and what they got from him out of the transfer portal outside of that guys again uh, I think the only other guys you're going to see playing second base if it's not McGillis you might see a Kevin Madden slide in there um it's really just going to depend again how the rest of the infield breaks down and that goes for all of these positions you know the, the 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 goal is this get your best nine hitters in the lineup bottom line uh, so whoever hits the best will play. I think that's going to be McGillis to open up the season, and we will go from there. But he is the key man when talking about this position. Let's move into most approved, best overall, guys. And our most approved, I got Kevin Madden. Again, since we're talking second baseman, and I think he's actually going to factor in, believe it or not, more at second base than third base or first base. Kevin Madden, to me, though, is a player that's got a lot to prove this season because last year, you know, he comes in from Virginia Tech. We're really hyped up about this guy. We think he's going to hit 300 and be one of the leaders of the offense. 244, six home runs, 26 RBI. By far the worst season of his college career, and I know that he dealt with an injury late in the season, but that was late in the season. That wasn't the entire season. So we need to see Kevin Madden return to the form that made him a 330 or so hitter in Blacksburg, we need to see him come back into his own because, again, last year was simply put just not getting the job done. So was last year the Kevin Madden we're going to have to get used to, or is Madden able to return to form that we saw and what had us so excited about him joining South Carolina baseball from Virginia Tech? Let's move into best overall, guys. And, again, I've mentioned him a ton this show already, but Will McGillis, truly there's a reason you brought him in the Southern Miss transfer, and he didn't just come in from some, oh, you know, whatever program. Southern Miss, guys, you might recall last year was in the Super Regional. So a really, really good program, a really good ball club. Again, he hit 264, 16 homers, 51 RBI. I mean, I think they brought him in with the expectation that he will be your everyday 
second baseman. And again, I know they're really, really excited for what this kid can do. Let's move into season. will be successful if, guys, for me, for the second baseman. This position's all about Will McGillis. Like I said, the season will be successful if McGillis makes the transition, right, from Southern Miss, that level of baseball, to the SEC. And, and, and I think here, here's the thing. I, I think in college baseball, that can get a little bit over-exaggerated about, oh, you know, this is the SEC, and can you make the transition? Because, like, for example, you know, when people talked about Brennan Malone last year, and, oh, well, he's not facing SEC pitching anymore. And, and I understand over the course of a season, right, that it does make a difference. But it's not like the pitching in the Pac-12 is just complete garbage. It's not like the pitching in the ACC is garbage, right? There's good baseball all over the place. Now, will it be different? For McGillis, right, over the course of the long haul, over the course of the season, absolutely. He's going to see more quality arms than he saw a year ago. But as long as he's able to make that transition, I mean, if he could give you the exact same numbers he put up at Southern Miss last year, if he gave you that, guys, I mean, you think about last year, he would have been one of your best hitters, maybe even your best when it comes to just all-around hitters. So they're counting on Will McGillis heavily, I think, as long as he can make that transition, um, you know, not be intimidated by big-time pitching, SEC pitching. But if you look at Southern Miss last year, they played LSU, and they weren't intimidated at all, right? And at no point in the postseason were they intimidated. And Southern Miss and those kids, they pride themselves on taking down the big boys, taking down the Mississippi States of the world and and uh, SEC teams, what have you. They thrive on that. So you think McGillis will fit that mold as well. So, again, I think if he can do that, it will be a very successful season for the second baseman. I think McGillis will be a household name by season's end. Guys, let's move into our overall grade for the Gamecocks second baseman. Again, it's interesting because when you think about depth at this position and all of your positions – in the infield. There's so many guys that can play the position, right? There, there's there's tons of dudes that can play second base, play third base, play shortstop, even play first. So I don't think depth will be a concern. When I look at McGillis overall, uh, he's really the one that I'm grading. I'm going to give the overall grade of the second baseman a B. Uh, again, when you look at this, I, I feel good about who they brought in. He's an unproven commodity when it comes to the SEC level. But Southern Miss is no slouch, and I think it will transfer over, and I think he'll be a solid pickup for you. And defensively, we've heard, hey, we we I've heard the glove, believe it or not, compared to Scott Wingo. I feel like that is a little bit aggressive, but that's just at least what I've heard. So I'm giving the overall grade a B. It's one of those grades where I feel confident in it. I like the upside. I like what McGillis brings. I like his track record. But there is some uncertainty, right? And there are some question marks because we just don't know at this point. We just don't know exactly what he's going to provide to your lineup. So the overall grade for me, again, guys, lock me in for a B for the Yardcock second baseman entering the 2023 baseball season. So with that being said, that's going to do it all for the second baseman, guys. On Thursday's show, we'll talk shortstop. And the following week, we'll talk third base and outfield. We'll group all the outfielders together. And then after that, it'll be the week of opening day. That next Monday show will be our full season preview show where I'll lock in my prediction, projected lineup, projected rotation, all that good stuff. And then that Thursday, hey, it'll be opening day eve, and we'll be breaking down the first series of the 2023 baseball season, and then we will hit the ground running. So again, guys, really excited. Hey, the final podcast of the first month of 2023. Time is already flying by, folks, in the 2023 calendar year savor every second right because time flies when you're having fun indeed guys again thank y'all so much appreciate you all tuning in have a great rest of your monday and we will talk to you all on thursday
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.